Hello, and welcome to the Brology Podcast. I'm Austin, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, and I'm here with... Ryan, a.k.a. the guy with a bunch of snot coming out of his nose, because I'm sick as hell. Yeah, one of my kids took a shit and shoved his nose in it, and yeah, yeah it just didn't turn out too good. Well, sinus infection city, baby. We had a big old Christmas get-together, and my kids were sick. Brother-in-law's kids were sick. My mom was sick. My sister was sick. Pretty much, like, I'm the only one. Me and, I think, my dad and John are the only ones that haven't got sick. Yeah, probably. Shout out to John. We love your mom. We love your mom, John. <laughs> but anyways. Oh, I hear how gross that sounds? Gross. If Ryan can quit blowing his nose long enough for him to blow me, I mean, maybe we can go on with the podcast. But. Well, I mean, it's either blow all this crap out of my face or or be sitting here with a really nasally voice the whole time and just being like, no, you're absolutely right, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, we honestly don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, we're, we kinda, no- we're kinda just talking. Yeah. Uh, I hope no- y'all enjoy it. We were in the Patreon part of the portion of the podcast. We were talking about Facebook and how great it used to be. MySpace. Oh, yeah. MySpace. Yeah, fuck Facebook. <laughs> fuck Facebook. And uh, MySpace was the shit, man. I, dude, the amount of arguments that I got into with girlfriends about like who was in my top five. Bro, you never put the hoes before the bros in the top five. Uh, you had to put your girlfriend as your number one. Your number one always had to be your girlfriend. If she wasn't in the top slot, it was just going to be a world of shit. And then heaven forbid, heaven for fucking bid. You know how many times? And this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about, like, I get into these arguments, right? So, like, let's say somebody deleted their account because they had fucked up the coding on it so bad trying to do something, right? So they delete it and create a new one. Well, then the problem is, is that if they were already in your top five, it would remove them and it would just rotate up, right? So then somebody else would backfill and heaven forbid that happened and a fucking girl slide into your fifth spot because somebody else deleted their fucking account. Oh man, what the fuck is she doing in your top five? I, I don't know. I don't know why she's in my top five. Let me look. Steven, Steven's not in my top five anymore. He probably deleted his account. That's probably why she ended up in there. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. That's what it was. It's like, well, he's not there. Yeah, that argument over and over. Dude, it, it, was, the same, it was the same thing with like your bros, though. Like, yeah. you like put up your top. Oh, how come he's ahead of me, man? I thought we were closer than that. Yeah, I thought we were boys, man. How come Tom's in your top five? Well, what happened to me? Fucking Tom. I miss you, Tom. Take over Facebook. Fuck Mark. Yeah, Mark Zucker. Fuck. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Well, you know why? So, the reason Facebook is so bleh. The government? No, it really has nothing to do with them. So, what it was, was when Facebook was first created, right? It was specifically for college students. That was the whole point. It was supposed to be a social media platform where college kids could literally like trade notes, schedules, all kinds of shit. Like people could go to a lecture and then like post the the transcript from the lecture on there. So if somebody was out sick or whatever, they wouldn't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to, to find out like what their homework was and shit like that, right? Originally, 
that's what it was. And that's before, like, Zuckerberg even got, like, you, you know when you saw, like, the social network? Like, that yeah. was the site those other guys... Good-ass like, movies, too. Yeah, that's like, that is the site the other guys had built before Zuckerberg fucking fucked him over, right? And so when he first launched Facebook, that's what it was. That's why there was that whole, like, he fucking stole our sh- blah, blah, blah. Because he did. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did. But that's what it was. And so there were no bells and whistles and everything had to be, like, locked so you couldn't go in and edit and everything else because even, like, alumni at the school and stuff, like teachers and stuff, could use it, too, to, like, feed information to their students and stuff like that. And so by dumbing it way down and keeping it just real, real simple, you couldn't fuck everything up so that people would be like, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. You know, like what's going on. Cause you, you know, you'd go on some people's MySpace, and that shit would be whack as hell. Like you'd have no clue what the fuck was going on. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then it just, it just stuck. They just never did it. And, and like, I, I got into a conversation one time with somebody that was talking about like, and I was trying to explain in my opinion, why, Facebook ended up becoming more popular and overtaking MySpace. And I think it was that simplicity, right? Where you had a lot of people that kind of felt like they were left out of the loop and weren't one of the cool kids and everything because they just couldn't wrap their mind around like coding or or anything. And so they couldn't make a badass MySpace page. So it'd be like, they just wouldn't even make one because they didn't want their friends talking shit about them for having a lame fucking MySpace page. Fucking losers. Yeah. And so, Hey, if you go on Facebook, there is none of that. Everybody's the same. It's the socialist, (laughs) like, you know, it's the socialist, uh, social media site, right? Everybody's equal. Nobody has a cooler page than anybody else. And so all the lame people started going to fucking Facebook. But then, you know what ended up happening? Everybody Most went to Facebook. It was all the girls that were going to Facebook because they didn't give a shit about computers. They didn't care about like how to code and everything else. I mean, think about it. The only girls you knew when you were a kid that had, like, badass MySpace pages were, like, the alternative girls and shit, right? Like, the ones that actually had personalities, you know? But guess who was on Facebook? Fucking basic... Hot hot Becky. Yeah, hot Becky with the big tits. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So it's like, obviously, all the dudes started going to Facebook, so they could be like, hey, what's going on, Becky? And that's just how it goes. If, If hot teenage girls are into something... It automatically becomes more popular. Doesn't matter what it is. That's why certain musical genres aren't big, right? Like I, I promise you, if like I'm trying to think of like what's the most obscure like music genre that like nobody listens to other than but like it's still big enough to have its own subculture. Uh okay, let's say like slam metal, right? Most people never even heard of that. Don't even know that's a thing. It's actually pretty popular in the metal scene and everything else. Like, slams is a pretty big thing. Girls do not give a fuck about that at all. I don't know any girl ever, even, like, girls that are into metal, that give a fuck about slam at all. But I promise you, if you could get, like, a handful of really hot chicks on, like, TikTok and like YouTube or whatever, Find to start talking video. about, yeah, start playing a bunch of like uh, 
fucking slam metal in their videos or something like that or talking about slam metal bands, then all of a sudden all these other girls that are influenced by those girls on TikTok and everything else, they're going to get into it. As soon as they're into it, next thing you know, they'll be like a fucking slam metal band winning a fucking Grammy. But you got to get the hot girls in, uh, into it. That's that's how it works. I haven't watched the Grammys in probably 10 years, dude. Oh, dude. No. I stopped watching... I stopped watching the Grammys the year Demon Days by the Gorillas came out, and it was up for Album of the Wasn't Year. like 2000... Like four. Yeah, I was about to say 2003. Yeah. So it was up for Album of the Year, and it was up against Kelly Clarkson. And the thing is, is that album that Kelly Clarkson had released wasn't even her best album, right? Like, I don't even think there was like a number one single off that album. It was just her new album or whatever. But it was up for album of the year, and it and the Gorillas lost to Kelly Clarkson when they had three like top ten singles off of that album on the radio. And I think Kelly Clarkson maybe only had one off hers. But the Gorillas lost for album of the year to Kelly Clarkson because more people know who the fuck Kelly Clarkson is than the Gorillas. That's the thing, like, and so I was like, I'm done. I'm it's, it's <clears> dead to me. Well, that's like the thing. Like now, a lot of independent artists are starting to blow up. Like as far as in the music industry, it's not so much these big name bands because, really, like <laughs> if you're not listening on the radio, what are you listening to? You're not listening to like fucking Metallica or fucking whatever the hell's big these days. Like you, you're listening to all these indie bands. Yeah. Like, I can tell you right, I can pull up a playlist right now and rattle off 50 different indie bands that a lot of people probably never heard of. And their shit's a whole lot better than the mainstream shit. Oh, way better. Also, the Grammys, so like the Grammys have a weird thing, too, where for the past, I would say, probably 20, 30 years, they've had a real bad habit with, like, rock which is another reason I think rock is like dying off as a music genre, like in general, especially with like young kids is that it's not getting pushed to the front and the industry isn't rewarding new bands. Right. So the last time I actually sat and watched the Grammys, there was like at least four or five, like just general could have been played on the radio at any time, like rock bands, that had dropped some pretty solid albums that, I mean, like I said, you easily, if they had just gotten pushed by the labels or pushed by social media or whatever, boom, you're talking like top 40 hits. Yeah. Didn't get any play at the Grammys, no nothing. They gave like best rock album or something to like Ozzy or something that year because he had come out with a new album. Album wasn't even very good. Yeah. You know, but like the Grammys keeps doing that. Like, they consistently will give like best rock album or whatever to these legacy artists and never anybody knew. I think like the last time I can recall them giving like a, and I'm using heavy air quotes when I say like a new band, any kind of recognition or whatever at the Grammys for a rock band was like back in the late nineties. And, um, Nickelback. It was the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. Well, that's the last time I can remember 
them being like it was uh it wasn't their first album it was the second album the one with uh, learn to fly on it and everything else they won like best new rock album or whatever that year but then like literally everybody else that won something were all bands from like the 80s and shit that like all their albums that they put out that year weren't even that great yeah they're just trying to give them a fucking award before they die (laughs) (laughs) yeah something like that like yeah the grammys does not reward rock music it's all pop electronic hip-hop shit like that like that they just completely ignore it and it's even more fucked up because they just recently like in the past like maybe 10 years added metal to the grammys like they have a metal category now but then like all the bands that they give awards to are rock bands are rock bands yeah (laughs) i've noticed that yeah, and it's like it's crazy. I, like I remember, I I remember. So one of my all time favorite bands. I mean, I have like every single one of their albums on vinyl. Uh, they're local boys. They're from North Carolina. You know, uh, between the buried and me, they were uh, up for a Grammy for best metal performance, and they lost to the band In Flames. And don't get me wrong. I mean, In Flames is they're they're a great band, you know. Um, but there you go. It's that same thing where it's like they're not really. They've metal. been around for like thirty years, but they're like, really not metal. It's more of like a. I mean, they've toned it. They used to be pretty heavy when they first came out, right? Like you go yeah. back and listen in the late nineties or whatever, and you're like, oh, this is really heavy. By today's standards, it's, like it's a pretty hard tame. rock. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like, dude, these guys have been around for 30 fucking years. You got this new artist that's like really doing some shit. Stop giving it to all these goddamn legacy bands. Like push, build up the new people, build up the up and comers. Yeah. And they just don't want to fucking do it. Fuck you, the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. What? What's the, what's the other one? Uh, it's not just the Grammys. What's the other big award show? Everybody started boycotting. Well, you got the you got the Grammys. You got the Choice Awards. You got MTV. It might be MTV. See, now that's the thing, man. Is MTV generally does a pretty solid job? It's one of the other award shows that everybody just kind of shit on. Latin Grammys. <laughs> I don't know, but uh. anyways. Another topic I wanted to bring up. I was listening to it on the way over here. Chemtrails. Chemtrails. What do you think about chemtrails, Ryan? Man, chemtrails are bullshit. You think they're complete bullshit? (laughs) I 100% think that chemtrails are complete bullshit. Um, It's a smart idea, though. I mean... If they have the technology, it's a smart idea. It's a smart idea, but... (sighs) What do you, I mean? What do you, what, what what are they gonna do, man? Like, what what the fuck are they gonna honestly do with 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 chemtrails? That's my my big thing. Is like, we have pretty much cataloged all the psychoactive substances that we thought up at this point, right? Like, I mean, even with things like MDMA and LSD and all this stuff, they have like a hundred fucking variants of each already cataloged in different labs and different companies where they're like, oh, it's almost this, but it does this and everything else. And so, like, all the party drugs or all the drugs that you get given to, you know, mood stabilizers, like Paxil and all that shit, 
those are just the best version of what they were trying to achieve. But there's like a hundred on either side that they've already got that particular chemical catalog that almost does the same thing, but not quite. Yeah. And so like, what, what, what are they, what are they sprinkling us with? You know, like what, what could they possibly be like flying over major cities and dropping on us that somebody at some point wouldn't have gone, wait, wait, this is familiar. (laughs) Hold on. No, no, I know this. I know this feeling. Ooh, those bastards. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it never, it never happens. And then it's like, you know, and you get these, these dorks that'll be like, oh man, look, like I got into an argument with somebody at work about this the other day. I'm not going to say who, but we'll just say they're in the materials department and they're old. (laughs) I know that doesn't narrow it down, but they were talking about the fucking plane that was leaving at a GSP. And talk about the chemtrail behind it. And I was like, it's not a chemtrail. They were like, yeah, it is. Look at that. It's a chemtrail. I was like, that's that's not a chemtrail. That's not what that is. Oh, then what is it? Well, it's a jet engine. It's superheating air that it's taking in to like over 800 degrees. And then shooting it out the back. So it's taking in cool air because it's at altitude. Superheating and condensing it. And then shooting it out the back, which immediately causes condensation as the air temperature changes and it starts to cool back off. So it's creating an artificial cloud temporarily, which is why they dissipate pretty quickly. And the only ones that really stick around are at super high altitude where doesn't dissipate as quick because it's super cold. So all of that condensed air coming out the back of the jet engine freezes and then it becomes an ice cloud. And so it doesn't dissipate and it'll stay up there for like an hour or two hours. And he was just like, whatever. And I was like, now the reasoning behind it, like if they could actually figure out the technology to do the shit they're talking about, like what people suspect it is, that actually be some pretty sick fucking technology. Yeah, it would be. Like, if you could control weather and shit like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't believe in it. Well, you know the Chinese are working on that. They have <laughs> yeah, been for yes, a long they time. But they don't have anything successful to do with it. <laughs> well, they got the silver silver oxide. Like, they got these silver oxide shells that they'll shoot into the atmosphere. And don't it, like, help kill CO2 or some shit? I forget exactly what... I'd have to look it up to remember exactly what it does. But it's like... It um, it, it basically, like, if they're worried it's going to rain or something like that, or there's going to be a storm and it's going to, like, fuck up something that they're doing, they'll, sh- they'll bombard the atmosphere with this silver oxide shit. And apparently it helps, like, prevent cloud formation and everything so they can keep, like, a nice sunny day. So, I mean, that's modifying the weather. I wouldn't, you know. You remember all them conspiracies back in the day, like with Katrina and shit, where they were like, George Bush brought on Hurricane Katrina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought he, <laughs> they thought that we had, like, somebody in the Middle East had, like, some laser system and, and their satellites that could create hurricanes. Kind of like how uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene thinks that wildfires are started by secret Jewish space lasers. That's possible. I just want you to remember that, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. We're looking at you, Georgia. You elected a woman that believes that wildfires are started by secret Jewish space lasers. 
That'd be kind of cool, though. What if, if, like, Israel had secret space lasers? Yeah, like, hell, if anybody had secret space lasers, that'd be cool as shit. I mean, we kind of do. You know, Star Wars program. Yeah. You know, Reagan's whole thing. Yeah, but, like, just imagine, like, you know Osama bin Laden was in that house, like, outside of um, Iran, and you could just, like, beam him down with a laser. That'd be pretty fucking sick. That would be. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking sick. Uh I don't know what would be cooler, honestly, in my opinion, if if you had like a laser that you could actually like be like pew pew pew, <laughs> somebody from space, or like in the spy movies where you have like a satellite that can like read the time on somebody's watch, right? Like they can like that whole like that's what I want. That's the technology I fucking want. Is that zoom and enhance you see in movies and TVs where that they can technology- take like a still photo from like. A fucking security camera that's in, like, less than, like, 280K resolution or whatever. And, like, zoom and enhance. Oh, now zoom and enhance. Now over here, zoom that in. Enhance that. Well, with technology getting the way it is nowadays, that's really not too far off, though. Yeah. Like, like, but imagine the amount of AI that would have to go in. Because you'd have to reconstruct that whole image, right? Like, that. the only way I could see that working is... Like, you create an AI that can kind of read context clues about, like, what it can actually make out in the image and then just, like, create a digital facsimile for what that is and inject that over the image. And then, like, you could keep doing that. But then if you do that too much, then how accurate is your photo, right? Like, before the AI is just, like, making shit up. But, I mean, that te- like I said, that technology is not super far off. I, I think within the next 15 years, we will have similar technology to what you're talking about. I, I mean, it would be cool. I would like to see it. I would- I mean, they, they do have powerful satellites that can see, like, somebody's fucking wristwatch. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's not so far-fetched. Like, dude, we're seeing fucking galaxies 10 billion light years away. Yeah, but a lot of it... So... Who was it? Somebody in maintenance got into an argument with them because they were talking about, because they were going on and on about the moon landing not being real and everything. And I was just like, God damn it. People, bro. I was like, God damn it, man. The moon landing fucking happened, man. And he was like, well, then how come we can't see it? And I was just like, because he was like, how come I can't just point a, a, a telescope at the moon and see it? Fucking idiot, bro. I was just like, because the size of the telescope that you would need to see something that small, because granted, the lunar lander is big, but, you know, the moon is like bigger than the continent of Australia in just diameter. So it'd be the same thing as if you took, like, a Honda Civic and dropped it off in the middle of fucking Australia and then trying to pinpoint that Honda Civic against the entire continent of fucking Australia. Like, yeah, we can do that with a satellite because the satellite is only, like, a couple of miles above us in the atmosphere. The moon is... 289,000 miles away (laughs) and you're still trying to look at that Honda Civic (laughs) 
So it's like, yeah, take that Honda Civic, drop it in Australia, shoot Australia 289,000 miles away, and then point your fucking telescope at it and see if you can see that fucking Honda Civic. Like, the, I, I looked it up one time, and it was like the, the size of the telescope that you would need would be like, you know that giant radio telescope in Puerto Rico you see in all the yeah. movies and everything that's just that big, do- like, half dome cut into the side of a mountain? Yeah. You would need four of those, and it would have to be an optical telescope. <laughs> like, that's a radio telescope. There's no glass. There's no mirrors. It's all just radio. You'd have to make that motherfucker have a lens. Could you imagine making, like, a, a two-football-field diameter glass lens for a fucking telescope to see something the size of a Honda Civic 289,000 miles away. Some of the people say it just fucking amazes me, like, the stupidity of some people. It just shows that they've put zero, like, logical thought into it. (coughs) That was brought up well. Too bad you weren't. (laughs) <laughs> okay so i just got back from the bathroom you know i had to spray some water on the toilet because that qt hot dogs got me fucked up at least you didn't run into what i ran into earlier fucking went to go like i i got my roll of fucking shit paper here to blow my damn nose into so i don't have to keep getting up to go find tissues or whatever i can just carry it with me took the damn one out of my bathroom Went in there to go take a shit and then realized I don't have any fucking shit paper in here because I took it out into the fucking living room. <laughs> Had to walk across the damn house with a shitty ass. Go get a, uh, go get my damn toilet paper. It probably took you like five minutes to wipe that shit after, didn't it? No, nah, it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? Fairly was, solid. Yeah. I mean, I know you've been drinking today, so you know, you know, you get them alcohol shit sometimes. No, that'll be tomorrow. Huh. Yeah, that'll be all day tomorrow. I'll tell you what the worst ones are. Jaeger. If you Ooh. really get tore up on Jaeger. Yeah. That next day, the color and consistency of the shit coming out of you. It's very inconsistent. <laughs> super <laughs> inconsistent. You'll be like, how the hell did it go from tan to green to dark brown? Is that, it's like, is that... Is that black? <laughs> That's not good. Do I need to go to the doctor? Is that blood? Don't they say black is blood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember I took Pepto-Bismol one time. And, like, you know, I've taken it before and it never turned my shit that, like, black color. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Dude, I like I, I took a shit and I looked at it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, uh... Like I, I called or I called my old lady. I was like, "Yo, like I think I need to go to the fucking doctor. My shit's black." And she was like, well, "What do you mean it's black? Hadn't you been taking Pepto Bismol?" I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, it, "It says on the bottle it can make your shit black." And I was like, "It's never done that to me before." <laughs> uh, uh. I honestly, I think, I think the worst. My stomach's ever been tore up. Ever. It was... It wasn't... I know it wasn't prom. I know it wasn't one of the proms (laughs) that I went to. Or went to an after party for. It had to have been one of our graduations. 
And for anybody out there that didn't like party in high school, I'm saying proms plural and graduations plural because, well, if, if you partied enough in high school, you had people in your friends group from every, every grade. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, there would still be other graduation parties and other, you know, prom parties and everything else. But um, one of them it was, it had to have been a graduation party. Me and a buddy of mine thought it would be fucking hilarious to make up a big batch of cookies and use X-Lax chocolate for the chocolate and the cookies. And so we did. And we brought them to the party. And not one of them got fucking eaten. At no point throughout the course of the night did anybody, at least not that we noticed, that there were any missing. So as far as we knew, nobody had eaten a single one of those fucking cookies. But the next morning, when we got up, there was no food in the fucking house. Like, through over the course of the night, like, everything that could have gotten eaten by drunk, stoned assholes got fucking demolished. So, you know, me and him are just starving, hungover as hell, staring down the barrel of these fucking cookies, man. And uh, it, t- it took about 45 minutes of us just standing there. Looking at each other, looking at the cookies, listening to our stomachs rumble, looking at each other, looking back at the cookies. And we said, fuck it. We probably ate about four cookies each. Oh. I mean, we were just so fucking hungover and hungry. We just didn't even care. And then, like, our boy Mullet pulls up at the house and is just like, hey, man, I gotta go by the mall to drop back off my tux. Do you, uh, you guys wanna go to the mall? We were like, Sure. Yeah, we'll go to the mall. By the time we got there, mine and John's stomach were making noises that should have been on the sound effects loop for The Exorcist. <laughs> like, there were demons in our stomach. It was gnarly, the noises it was making. And we had to full sprint across the fucking mall parking lot and then find a bathroom in the mall. And when we got in there, we drove everybody else out of that bathroom. There, there was probably like four or five people in there. They had like their kids helping their kid like take a whiz, you know, everything else. Nah, nah, nobody stayed. Nobody was in there. <laughs> By the time we finally walked out of the stalls, it was like a fucking ghost town. And it, God, the smell. Because you had two people just battling it out. Ugh. I hope everybody was eating while I told that story. Did you play Battleships? We least? did. <laughs> yeah, we really did. There was no holding back. It was just machine guns. Just a blaze. Man. Like, you would have thought our assholes were trying to bring down Japanese Zeros at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I remember whenever I was a kid, I used to walk in bathrooms, like, somebody be shitting, and, like, whenever I leave, I'd be like, God damn, what's that smell? <laughs> and then just run the fuck out. Uh, or the worst, uh, like somebody being there taking a shit, you just run and start beating on the fucking stall door. Be like, hurry the fuck up! I gotta poop! <laughs> Open the damn door! Or find something to like throw up underneath the stall at him. Like hit him in the ankle with something, find something to fucking hit him. Oh, I was a dick when I was a teenager. I used to just go in there and take all the toilet paper out. Nah, 
Oh god. Did you ever so did you ever go in and get a wad of it out of a stall that wasn't occupied and just make like a big wad of toilet paper and then get it wet in the sink? No. And then toss it over the stall to somebody that was like sitting in there and then take off? No, well, <laughs> I've seen someone do it a few times. Or stick it to the ceiling. That's what we like we got in trouble in high school for doing that shit. Like <clears throat> cuz the boys bathroom had like fucking 50 fucking things of toilet paper stuck to the ceiling. Oh god. Do you have pencils stuck to the pencils, ceiling in the in the classrooms and everything. stuff just throwing them up getting them stuck? Good times. Yeah, but we were stupid. Well, yeah, I mean we were kids. Bro, I think the worst hangover I ever had though one time is I went to whenever I was in the army, I went to a guy's house who was getting out. Yeah. And you know, like whenever you're in the army, you can fucking drink. Like if you think you can drink now, if you're in the military, it's like fucking, <laughs> you have 50 times more of a stronger will of drinking and you're in. Well, you're also young and, and you and also in, have the, the, the fresh in, liver. Yeah. And you're, you're in good, you're in good physical shape. So you kind of metabolize it like really fast. Oh yeah. So he was getting out. We threw a big ass going away party for him. My wife drives me home, dude. I passed out on the fucking downstairs toilet under the stairs. Like, we had a staircase that went up, similar to my house. But um, you had a toilet that was under the stairs, dude. And my wife came in there at, like, fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. Hey, you coming to bed? Oh, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. And I'm just... Dude, like, I've never puked. Like, up until that point, I had never got so drunk I puked. But that time I did. Oh, man. And I think I've only done it one other time since then. Dude, the very first time I ever got drunk was the sickest I've ever been. Ever. I've never been that sick while drinking more so than the very first time I ever got drunk. I was like 13. Me and some buddies went over to my friend Jimmy's older brother's house. And because we were, it was the last game of... March Madness, right? And at a random point in the night, Jimmy's older brother was just like, hey, you guys want something to drink? And, you know, both of them were like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'll take something to drink. Yeah, you know. And he pulls this liquor bottle out of a cabinet, and it was a Jim Beam bottle. What was in it was not Jim Beam, but it was a Jim Beam bottle. And he pulls it out, and he slaps it down in front of me. And I've never drank liquor before or anything like that, so I don't know that it's not Jim Beam. Come to find out, what it was, was every single time they had had a party for like the past however long, whatever Whatever was left in the bottom of the bottle, they would just pour into that Jim Beam bottle. So it was like a mix of God knows how many different fucking liquors. Oh, God. And I punished that whole fifth that whole fifth disappeared and and quick because i didn't know any better and honestly it didn't taste bad it was a mix of so much different shit it honestly tasted kind of good and then i'm so i'm hammered drunk i'm 13 i'm hammered drunk i say i kind of want some ice cream 
So his wife gives me a little bowl of ice cream. And so I'm sitting there just eating my ice cream and having a good old time. Just fucking smashed. I have no idea how to control myself. Never been drunk before. Obliterated, damn near blackout drunk. Next thing I know, all I can remember is her looking at me and going, are you okay? And then the next thing I know, I feel somebody like come up underneath my armpits and drag you to the bathroom and just pick me up and throw me onto the front porch, like literally like out the door onto the front porch. And I remember I landed, I kind of slid a little bit and my head was hanging over the edge of the porch and it was just, and it just kept coming and coming and coming and coming like just I don't even know how that much liquid was in my body for it to have kept coming out like that and then just darkness and dry even. Yeah, just that's, that's the fucking worst. Like if you've been drinking and you hadn't like ate or really drank anything else and you just start dry even, that's the fucking worst, dude. Well, and then you know, obviously you can alleviate that by drinking chugging down water, but then obviously mm, it's yeah. just gonna come right back up, but at mm. least something's coming back up. Yeah. And yeah, uh, fun times. Yeah, one of the easiest times I ever had with that is I had just gotten dumped. My girlfriend at the time had just dumped me, and so I was like, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'm getting drunk tonight." And I went. I had somebody go to the liquor store and buy me like a pint of uh, fuck. I don't even know. It was probably some cheap shit. Yeah, it's probably like George Dickel or something, right? <laughs> and uh, so I just like spent the re- next couple hours or whatever just walking around with this pint, just taking sips out of it, getting drunk. And I'm trying to. I remember went into this girl, uh, Nico. I remember went into her bedroom. And was like laying on her bed, making out with her for like probably 10, 15 minutes. Got up, like my buddy Tyler's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, all right. So I get up. I go, hold on one second. I walked into the bathroom and just, I mean, just like this very concentrated straight from a standing position, mind you, just leaned over just this very concentrated stream of puke just into the fucking toilet. Fucking grab some mouthwash, swished it around a little bit, spit that into the fucking toilet, flushed it, turned around, I was like, okay, let's roll. And he was just like, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Like, I kind of want to have been there to see that, though, because, like, telling the story and not having like witnessed it. I do feel like that would have been pretty rock and roll to have watched. Just like, hold on one minute. Swig. Let's roll. (laughs) Just like, all right, dude. I'm fucking down, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll. So how long are you going to grow the beard? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm like committed now to it. Is this the longest you've ever had it? In a long time, in a really long time, since I was in like my probably early twenties, uh, so I've already got like enough damage done as far as growth that I can like start actually doing shit with it. Like, I maybe have like a couple of more weeks, and I've already got the wax, 
to start like curling your mustache. Yeah, curling my mustache and having like a real fancy mustache. So I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm I'm committed to it at this point. Let me just I might as well rock it for a while. You know. Plus I'm fucking single now now again, so it's like shit, I don't have anybody to fucking impress. I might as well just have fucking fun with my facial hair. Hey man, they might see the curls on the end of your mustache and be like, Ooh, I wanna try that. Yeah, maybe I wanna, I wanna try to ride that. Yeah. <laughs> have it tickle their inner thigh. <laughs> yeah. So no. Yeah. I'm probably so my biggest my biggest thing is like John needs to do something with his fucking beard, man. Like, he's got all that shit on the fucking side. Like, he's growing out like a... I have that, too. Like, if I go like this, but I keep it brushed. Right. But it's like, his is just so fucking puffy on the sides now and everything else. I'm like, dude, just, like, shape it. Shape it up a little bit, man. You don't brush it, man. You gotta gotta brush the beard. Uh, No, I got... I got... So, I got wax. I got oil. I got pomade. I got a brush. Uh, it's an actual like horsehair brush, right? Um, three and two different combs, specifically to like maintain all of this, because the uh, the the girlfriend liked my beard, so I was like, okay, well she likes it, you know. I'll I'll keep because I I forget what it was. I didn't shave or whatever for like. A week or two weeks or something like that, just out of fucking laziness. She was like, "Oh, I really like your beard, you know, blah blah blah. I like beards on men and blah blah blah." And so I was just like, "All right, well, fuck it, I'll grow out a goddamn beard." I mean, shit. And now I'm like, "Well, now I got this beard. <laughs> I've gone too far to turn back. <laughs> yeah, I've gone too far now. Might as well have a little bit of fun with it." Well, Ryan, but I have one advantage over most bearded men. I I already have a strong jawline, so if I do want to shave it, I'm not going to look like fucking Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> so that's one advantage. They've been talking more about UAPs in the news here lately. Do you have anything you want to throw out there about UAPs? Unidentified asshole personnel? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh... I mean, I or your anal prolapse. I mean, whatever you want to go with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it. I know you got all these different governments and shit that it, they're finally like releasing stuff about them and everything else, and it just seems. Do you think it's actual extraterrestrial, or do you think it's governments trying to cover up their shit? I feel like it's definitely more governments trying to cover up their shit, because if it was aliens... I feel like they would have made contact by now. They would have done something. Instead of just flying around, observing. And picking up hillbillies and shoving stuff up their butts. I mean, what's, what's wrong with that, though, dude? Well, That's I just, just want... another Friday night for me. Oh wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. So, how come nobody is getting abducted and getting stuff shoved up their butt in like India? 
Or like China. How come there's no Russians yeah, but you getting know, abducted way, and getting stuff shoved up India, their butt? Why is it only in the South? The way India <laughs> looks at that, though, those people might think they might get killed if they be like, Oh, you turn gay, you shove something up your ass? And then they might just hang them. But I'm just saying, it only happens in the United States. Like, there aren't Mexicans getting abducted and getting shit shoved up their ass. That's because the aliens are scared of the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, there's not Canadians getting abducted and shit shoved up their ass. It's just I mean, people does, does below anybody, the Mason-Dixon line. But does anybody want to deal with fucking Canadians, though? I mean, why wouldn't you? They'd be very polite about it. You know? All I'm going to say is CP and leave it at that. You know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> Would you want to deal with that if you were an extraterrestrial? I mean, I would rather deal with that than deal with like yeah so you got nothing <laughs> like an mr yeah touche cuz yeah that dude's kind of a dick but uh, yeah no it's Yeah, why is it? I just, I just want to know why is it only rednecks? Why is it only rednecks? It hasn't just been rednecks. White rednecks. There's been, there's been some people above the Mason Dixon line. Now I would question, but there it. are rednecks above the Mason Dixon line. I would question whether or not a black person has been abducted. The other than that's something. You know what? We're coming back to this conversation. I'm other than Barney White, other than Barney White, I can't think of a single alien abduction story that I've heard. That was a black guy telling the story. Barney White's the only one. And he was the first. He was the first alien abductee. As far as I know, only black guy that's ever been abducted. The first one. Well, I mean, maybe after like one black person got me, they were like, okay, this guy's pretty cool. We'll quit abducting them. And then it's just like they get all these redneck-ass hillbillies with like three teeth. They're like, well, I wonder why these guys are so fucked up. Let's do some research. Right. Yeah, that might have been what it was. They were just like, oh, this Barney guy seems pretty cool. We'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll quit fucking This is a well-put-together young man. Yeah, we'll just put him back. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine like if uh, like the aliens came down here and like, legitly abducted the president? I mean, not the current president because we'd be fucked, but... But it depends on in what manner they're abducting him. Like, for what purpose? I don't know. I mean, like, purely getting abducted as the president, some shit's gonna pop the fuck off. Like, I mean... Yeah. Oh my god, the president is gone. I mean, with this one, they might be like, well, maybe he got locked himself in the toilet. But, like, I mean, with the last one, maybe too. But, like... I forget... I forget who it was. It was either... A dictator or prime minister or president or whatever of a a South Asian country. That uh, said they saw uh, UAP? No, that they got, like, either them or their wife or whatever got abducted and, like, talked about it on their, like, national news network or whatever. I forget who it was, but I remember uh, seeing the video or or whatever and, like, people talking about it where, like, I, I can't remember if it was them or their wife was, like, I got abducted. Maybe she was just running around on him, though. <laughs> Which is very possible. I mean, that, like, honestly, that's probably what yeah, happens in a lot of these alien abductions. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, where were you last night? Uh, I definitely I, wasn't at Jennifer's house. I, no, I got I, I got abducted. 
Yep, that's what it was. I got <laughs> I got abducted. Yeah, I looked at the time and it was like 6 p.m. and I was on my way home from work. And then next thing I know, I wake up. It's two days later. And I'm in the same spot. Yeah, and somehow I got covered in lipstick. Why do I smell this good? <laughs> what is that perfume? Yeah, they must have done it to me. <laughs> oh god, what was it? Was it um, Ghostbusters two? Right in the very beginning. Uh, remember Bill Murray's character, uh, Doctor Bankman's got that like TV show, and the ladies all like, and then the alien took me back to his spaceship, <laughs> which looked a lot like a room at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Fucking the old Ghostbusters. The new ones are ass, bro. Straight up. I'm I never, sorry. I never saw Afterlife. I heard it wasn't bad, though. That's the newest one? Yeah. Oh, dude. After they did the one with the chicks, I said I would never watch Ghostbusters again. I, hey, I, just shut the fuck up. You can't defend it. Just I, shut the fuck up. It, you, you're already stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for us, man. It was for kids. Okay. Wasn't the original Ghostbusters? No, it was for adults. It was for kids. No, it was 100% for adults. No. Like, I've, I've seen enough. You gotta look at how pussified kids are these days. That was built for kids back back then. No, like, man, that, now that, was, that was an adult comedy. Like, there was a lot of shit in there that was not meant for kids. Well, I mean, no, but it was branded as a kid, kid show. Or I don't kid think it was. Movie. I think it got branded as a kid's movie after they found out kids liked it, right? Like... Because the, even the cartoon didn't come out until, like, after the second movie. Yeah. You know? Like, kids... I think the movies got... I don't think I don't think too many kids were going to go see it in theaters. I think it was once they could go and get it from Blockbuster. And their parents... Or their parents ran it and... Yeah. I feel like that's more when, like, kids got a Fucking hold of it. Blockbuster, bro. No, we need to hit on that for a minute. What the fuck is up, like, today, man? Like, I mean... Grant, you have all these streaming services... But there's nothing like walking in a blockbuster on a fucking Friday night. Oh, hell no. No, you go, you drive by Little Caesars, get you a fucking pizza. Back whenever it was like $5. Well, hell, oh, hell it was like $4 then. Yeah. Go in there, get you like a fucking $4 pizza, you know, go buy Blockbuster. No, we always went to the Chinese buffet before we went to Blockbuster. Oh, you always went there? <laughs> always the fucking Chinese buffet on Friday, dude. Ah, oh, no. The no. one in Greer, too, across from guacamole. Yeah. Used to be the shit, man. Like, they had these fucking... They would put cheese sticks on the fucking thing, but, like... I'd get, like, a plate just of fucking cheese sticks, bro. I mean, I might be <laughs> constipated for a week afterwards, but, like, a fucking plate stacked this high of just fucking cheese sticks. Hell yeah. No, ours was... Uh, Friday night was go up... So, all right, so ours wasn't a Friday night, it was Saturday night, because Friday night was skating rink, right? Uh, Friday after school, I'd go home, get rid of all my school shit, change, take a shower, and change into my going out gear, right? And then, like, you know, either your friend's mom would stop by to pick you up, or it'd be like your mom's turn to go round up all the kids and then they'd come drop us off at the fucking <coughs> at the skating rink. And then maybe they'd go watch like a movie in theaters or something and wait for us to get done at the fucking skating rink and we'd 
fucking hang out and skate until like 11 o'clock at night when they start closing everything else. The dark make-out corner. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Every skating rink has one. Yeah, yeah. You go over the corner and fucking make out, doing like couple skate with like a girl you had a crush on at school. You just skate up and grab her hand and see if she pulled away or not. You know, whatever. Making witch doctors or suicides, depending on like what friend group you were with, you know? Because... Uh, just loading it up with every single fountain drink in one cup and just getting fucking jazzed out on sugar on that. But then Saturday, we'd go do Blockbuster thing. And it's like we'd go to Blockbuster and my mom would rent a movie and I'd get two. So she'd pick one just for her. It'd probably be some sappy adult shit that I didn't want to watch, like Bridges Over Madison County or some shit. <laughs> and then I'd get two movies. Um and I always I had a ritual. My movies, one was always like an action or like sci-fi or horror movie. And then the other one would be a cartoon. And so it'd be like the Transformers movie or it'd be like... Scooby-Doo. Sco- yeah, one of the Scooby-Doo movies or something like that, right? Every Saturday. And then we'd go get a little Caesar's pizza, go back to the house, and I'd fucking eat like half the pizza to my damn self. Bro, don't you remember whenever you used to get fined at Blockbuster for not rewinding the tapes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, like VHS, I mean, granted, it's old as fuck. But that was when Blockbuster was smacking, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, the VHS era. And then you remember when they started putting like PlayStation fucking games in? That, that, that was a game changer, too. The here's, the here's the thing for me is that VHS was the peak time for being a child going to Blockbuster because all of these studios started coming out of the woodwork just making just stupid cheap movies. Like stupid cheap like sci-fi, fantasy, horror movies that were just god-awful. I mean, just absolutely god-awful. That kind of filtered over into the DVD era a little bit. But it wasn't as bad as back in like the late 80s throughout the 90s. Yeah. Where I, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I would just see like a random fucking VHS that was just like all you redneck say- zombies. Okay, I'm all watching gotta, redneck all, zombies. All you got to say to was eight-legged freaks. Yeah, something like that. But even that, that was like big budget, you know, AAA. Like that had like an all-star cast. It just happened to be a terrible movie, right? Yeah. But I'm talking like real bad shit like trauma videos watch, like toxic watch, avenger and shit i want to watch eight-legged freaks again that's been years when was the last time you watched toxic avenger shit or any of the traumas like when was the last time you watched like surf nazis must die 15 or years class ago nuke em high 15 years ago <laughs> sergeant kabuki man lapd <laughs> oh I, I used to love those old traumas, man. Every time they'd come out with a new trauma, and then, oh man, that was getting then rented. The shit that like whenever they start coming out with DVDs, they'd keep them behind the counter and just have the case. Yeah, you'd, and you'd have to be like, "You got a copy of this? No, I'm sorry, we're sold, or we don't have a copy currently." It's like, bitch. Yeah, that would suck, and it's because it's hard to walk out with a whole VHS, right? Yeah. Like it's big. But those DVDs, you can just throw them in your pocket or whatever, you know. So it's like, I get it. I'm sure so many of those walked. When they first started putting them on the shelves, I'm sure no. probably a hundred thousand of them. And that's in why the they ended week. up changing them to the fucking filing cabinet behind the table. Yeah, 
so I think the, GameStop does that shit now too. So as much as I enjoyed Blockbuster, Blockbuster was fine, but the little mom and pop video Fam- stores, movie gallery, family gallery, uh, just whatever you know, like the little mom and pop ones were always the best ones because that's where you could get a porno. Those ones always had the room in the back that With was the full beads. Of, yeah, that had like the porn and shit. Or it's like that would be the the video store you could go get copies of like Faces of Death, you know, volume one through eight or whatever on VHS. Oh, you remember the episode of King of the Hill where they accuse Hank of renting a porno? Yeah. And they want to charge him like a couple hundred dollars for it and he rents the movies and he's like, There's no way I could have rented this movie. She didn't have the tattoo on her ass at this point. <laughs> and he's sitting there like with his hand on his mouth, like watching the movie and Peggy walks in. Oh. Fucking King of the Hill's a great show, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't get, it's like the most redneck fucking show ever. But this shit's fucking great, dude. It is so good, man. No. Man, that dang on dang on Megan Lamar, man, that dang on boom. <laughs> Dude, King of the Hill King of the Hill was one of those cartoons that when that was still like airing regularly, it was like you all you could always kind of tell your friends humor because it's like if they were stoked to get home to catch the Simpsons, you already knew what they thought was funny, right? But if you had like that friend that was like stoked to get home to catch King of the Hill, you were like He's got weed. He knows where to find weed. He's stoked for King of the Hill. He knows where to find weed. Dude, King of the Hill was a shit. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Yeah. No, it was great. I fucking loved it. And then it was like when uh, Adult Swim really started popping off, right? Because... Narrow urethra. Because <laughs> like when I was a kid, and I mean young, you know, Adult Swim was already a thing, but it was very like... All they had on there was like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Not even. Oh, no. It when was it all, first started. It was Space Ghost Coast to Coast, right? At 1130, Adult Swim would come on. And then it would play um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And then Space Ghost Coast to Coast would go off and it would play Sea Lab 2021. And then Sea Lab 2021 would go off and then it would play, they would play like a random anime movie like but something like for adults like you know like ninja scroll or something that had like tits in it and and shit like that and then it would go off the air and like that was it at first that was your adult swim and then they started adding in like aqua teen and like a whole bunch of other shit adult pinky in the brain yeah um fucking oh god what was another one from back Back in the day, like early when Aqua Teen was first hitting, there was another one that didn't get as much. Tra- oh, uh, fucking Venture Brothers. Yeah. Fucking Venture you always got to mention Robot Chicken, though, dude. Yeah, Robot Chicken. <laughs> that shit was so God damn, great. I fucking love the Venture Brothers, though. Like, the Venture Brothers to this day is still, like, in the top five for, like, favorite cartoons ever, man. Like, there were just so many subtle jokes. In that show, that were like running gags throughout the Is entire thing. Is that the one thing. with like the it was the Hercules a, doll or whatever? It, it was a take on Johnny Quest. 
That's what it was. It was it was like a super adult version of Johnny Quest, but with like a lot of subtle racism and like other weird shit in it. Like the the villain's name was the Monarch, and he was like this bad guy that was a butterfly that had like a, a fucking uh, like beehive that he stayed in that didn't make any sense because he was a butterfly and like that like other characters would constantly comment on how that didn't make any fucking sense. And then, like, his second-in-command was Dr. Girlfriend. And she was supposed to just be, like, a fucking bombshell. I mean, just so fucking sexy. But then she talked like this. <laughs> and so then it was, like, this running joke the whole show about whether or not she used to be a dude. Like, <laughs> But it would just be like, Dr. Girlfriend! Get them! <laughs> and it's like, I just always thought that was so fucking hilarious, Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> and, then, and then you remember they tried to make a Nick at night and it just failed miserably. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Name one good show on Nick at night. Hogan's Heroes. No. I'm talking like original run Nick at night when it was all the old, like 1950s and 60s like sitcoms where we'd play like Gilligan's Island and Hogan's Heroes and Mash. Nah. It wasn't nothing like Adult Swim though. Yeah, I do like Mash though. Mash is solid. Mash is a good fucking show, man. Mash is good, dude. When Futurama started popping off, though, when fucking Futurama, Futurama hits. Like that's another one that's in my top five, man. Like Futurama, top five greatest cartoon ever created. That show is just fucking banger joke after banger joke after banger joke over and over again. It's so great. Man, they had so many good TV. Dude, like, TV shows nowadays are just, like, shit. Like, name... Well, you don't have any kids, so it's hard for you to tell. But, like, they, they don't have, like, a rocket power. <laughs> or a cat dog. Or an Angry Beavers. Or oh, dude, Angry Dexter's Beavers Laboratory. Courage the Cowardly Dog. They ain't got none of that shit, dude. They don't even have, like, a Scooby-Doo. Like, this, have Samurai you seen, Jack. Have you seen the Scooby-Doo nowadays? No. It's fucking horrible, bro. Well, you know... Uh, Mindy, Mindy, whatever, uh, she's coming out with an adult Scooby-Doo. It's Velma. Yeah, but... It's going to be on HBO. I want, that, the, car- I want, the, I want the cartoon, though, dude. I mean, it'll be a cartoon. It's just going to be on HBO. But Speaking it, of- isn't it, like, focused around Velma, though? Like, I want the whole gang, bro. Yeah, I mean, to my understanding, it's going to be everybody. It's just going to be from her perspective. Right? So isn't she, like, lesbian in it, too? I think so. Which I'm cool with. I mean, yeah, but come on, how come you couldn't do it with Daphne, bro? Like, at least a hot one. I like nerdy chicks. I got a thing for nerdy girls. I still think it'd be better with If you're doing cartoons, man, like, Velma, no. Nah. Daphne all the way. Now, now, if you do, like, a real person, like, the Velma on there, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm solid with that, but, like. Right. So, you, you remember Samurai Jack, right? Fuck yeah. So, have you watched his new show on HBO? Mm-mm. It So, they have it on HBO. It, it Technically, it airs on Adult Swim. But the only place I can find it to stream is on HBO. And it's called Primal. And it's just about this caveman and his dinosaur companion. And it is fucking dark. It is brutal. That good humor. No, I I wouldn't even say anything about this show is funny. Yeah, but I probably would. 
<laughs> mm. No, dude, I'm telling you, it is not intended to be funny. This show is 100% intended to just be dark and unrelenting and brutal. Like, it is. Yeah, bro, but like, whenever, nuts. I, whenever I watch Final Destination 2, like, seeing those locks go through the window, I'm like, holy shit, that was awesome. I mean, there'll be like little <laughs> things that you'll probably be like, oh shit, when it happens, but I'm talking like, dude, it is. It's heavy, man. It's called primal. It's called primal. It uh-huh. is I'll fucking heavy. Like there will be part. There are literally parts in that cartoon where I feel like a piece of shit because I just watched it because it was just so dark and so heartbreaking. <laughs> what happened in that episode? It sounds like and a there's good no dialogue. Show. The caveman doesn't talk. Nobody talks. There's no dialogue. Nothing. And it is. Fucking brutal. I'll, I'll let you watch an episode before you leave. When we get done recording, I'm going to pull that shit up, and I'm going to let you watch the very first episode, and you're going to be like, fuck, dude. And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> it's on HBO Max. Yeah. I'll have to check it out when I get home. I don't know. No, you're watching that first episode before you leave. Well, I mean, I watched the first episode, but... Yeah, they're not long. It's an adult swim show, so it's, it's not long. If it's as good as you're saying, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah, you'll immediately go home and continue streaming it. You'll be like, no, 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 I want, I want to see what happens now. It's... Fuck, dude. Fuck. 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 So they have two seasons? Yeah, and they got a third one coming out soon-ish. Does it show titties on it, at least? Uh, no. No? No. Oh, it's, not, it's not that kind of show. Gay. No, just all swinging dick. No. <laughs> all right, Ryan, you got anything you want to add before we close this one up? Uh, the only so I, just because I haven't brought it up yet, I don't think on on the podcast. But I want as many people to watch it as possible because I really want it to win best foreign film at the Oscars this upcoming year. Uh, That's the other one I was thinking about that a bunch of people are boycotting. The fucking Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah, But uh, I really want it to win best foreign film. So the more streams it gets from people watching it, the better chance it has of winning because, fuck, it's so good. But the uh, remake of the 1923 film All Quiet on the Western Front. I watched it. On Netflix. It's fucking great. fucking amazing. That movie is absolutely incredible. So anybody out there in podcast land that wants like a good war movie to watch, if you haven't checked that out because it's like three hours and some change long, totally fucking worth it. I didn't watch it in one sitting, but it wasn't my choice. I had to go to bed. Oh, dude, I've watched it (laughs) three times already. Like once in German with subtitles, once in uh, French with subtitles, and then once with the English dub, just so I could get all three perspectives. <laughs> but no, nah, it's like the, everybody watch that damn movie. That movie is fucking incredible. Like imagine the first fifteen minutes of Saving Private Ryan, but for three and a half hours. That's the thing. Like it, the way it's filmed, it's just it doesn't continuous. Feel like it's, yeah, it's it, continuous. It, yeah, and it doesn't feel like you're sitting there watching a almost four hour movie. Like you, it sucks you in. You you get invested. Yeah, I had to go to bed that night. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I got to be up at four thirty. I'm like, oh shit, I need to go to fucking bed. Right. But 
All right. Well, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, John's Mom's Basement. John's Mom's Basement. Yeah, well, that billboard kind of got trashed over the new year, dude. We tried to shoot fireworks out the top of it, and we actually ended up burning off part of our hair, and it just... And one nipple. Dude, I forgot about the nipple. Sorry, I threw some neosporin on it. It'll be fine. We we tried to put a pepperoni on it, but I mean, it, it just just don't eat it off. If you if you check her out, just don't eat the pepperoni off. Yeah, that's yeah, just a pepperoni with a black olive with a toothpick through it to hold it in place. So it mm. kind of look, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, thank you all for joining the episode this week. Next week, join us when we talk about. What we were going to talk about this week, but we just kind of decided to bullshit because it's been a few weeks. Yeah. The history of sex toys. History of sex toys. Laters. Later. Fuck Westboro. Fuck Putin. Definitely fuck Putin. Dude, they still haven't won that fucking war. But I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> I don't either, dude. Like... I think Ukraine's going to end up... It's a war of attrition at this point, right? Like, it's just who's going to break first. How does it feel knowing that you went from being, like, one of the biggest world powers to looking like you have the weakest fucking military? Like, North Korea could probably beat you. Oh, you already know North Korea's just sitting there like, Good. Good. Expend all your munitions. Good. But the U.S. really hadn't expended a whole lot. No. Like, not even, like, 1% of everything they have. No. Now, if they were in it, yeah, you know, we we might lose, like, 20%, but... Nah. Like... I don't dude, know. Fuck you, Russia. You're weak as fuck. Fuck you, Vladimir Putin. You, We realize you're a bitch now. I mean, like, you did some cool shit whenever you were actually a badass, but now you just kind of turned in a little baby back bitch. He's old. Uh, what, so all old people are baby bat bitches or just Vladimir Putin? Mostly Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> Peace. Peace.